Hey Shepherd family, this is Pastor Scott Seidler, and I bring grace to you and peace from God our Father, through our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, we're making our way through the final two weeks now of our Reopening Christianity series. And when this Reopening Christianity series began, frankly, America was just a little bit different than it is today. Certainly the social unrest that we've been seeing in America wasn't even on my radar when I thought about starting this series up and looking forward to what it meant to reopen Christianity. And, and certainly, at least here in Arizona, the pandemic was uh, seemingly under control on the decline. Now it's spiking. Reopening Christianity is an adventure, isn't it? Just being a Christian is an adventure. The questions that I thought needed to be asked eight weeks ago are not the questions necessarily that I'm asking today. It's kind of like when you're a child and everybody asks you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And that question through junior high school, high school, college is, is everything. And then once you find yourself as a mature adult, that question fades to the background. And the bigger question is, what do you want to do to make a difference? How are you going to live your life in such a way as to leave behind a legacy? In other words, questions change over time. And I find myself asking just slightly different questions slightly different questions today. I want to share with you one of the most provocative stories for this pastor from Matthew chapter 9. Jesus had given his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapters 5 through 7. He had gone out and done some pretty remarkable healings beginning in chapter 8 and continuing through chapter 9. But after all the preaching and all the teaching and all the healing is done, what comes of Jesus and his disciples? What is their takeaway from this body of ministry work? Matthew chapter 9, beginning at verse 35, tells us. Listen in as I read for you some of these words from Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. Jesus went through all the towns and villages teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. The disciples had been with Jesus by this time for at least a few months, maybe longer, we don't know. But I can only imagine all the questions these disciples were asking this miraculous rabbi through their days and nights that they spent together. Jesus, after all of the preaching, teaching, and healing was done, said to them, here is what I really need you to ask. 
This is the prayer request that has to form the basis of your discipleship walk with me. Ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest field. As we reopen Christianity, aside from the questions that we've been asking that help us discern what kind of Christianity are we reopening, let me now put before you a simple question that gets to the heart of your and my prayer life in this moment when Christianity is being redefined by so many different, different aspects of ministry, technological innovation, social and cultural questions that are far different than we imagined only a few months ago. Are you asking God in prayer for workers for the harvest field? When Jesus opened Christianity, listen to this, when Jesus opened Christianity, he said there was one primary request that had to be made. There was one primary ask that had to go out, and that was for you, his disciples, to ask the Lord of the harvest for more laborers to, shed, to spread the good news, to share the gospel, to sow the seed. I knew I'd get all those S's out. <laughs> and that request has to be at the heart and soul of our ministry as we reopen Christianity. Now, that's the question, that's the request, that's the ask. Let's talk about the answer for a second. If uh, you uh, would, after this message, after this worship service online, if you'd get up and, and go and find a mirror in your house, I need to let you know that the very question and request that you've made, you will find an answer staring back at you in that mirror. As we reopen Christianity, it will no longer do for simply Pastor Scott or Pastor Allen or Tracy or Brenda or Andrew or one of our ministry staff to be the ministry staff. You have to be part of the answer to that critical question. In every question that I've asked thus far in this message series, and I invite you to go back if you're listening for the first time and listen in on those questions, but in every question I've asked this far, You've played a part in answering that question. Today's question, ask the Lord of the harvest to send laborers into the harvest field. You are also part of the answer to that question. It's what Jesus Christ qualifies you to do. By the time we get to the end of Matthew chapter 28, after Jesus has given his life, traded his life as a ransom for you and I, for those lost sheep, when he's raised from the dead, victorious over sin, death, and the devil, this same Jesus Christ that has purchased and won us to be his very own is now the same Savior, is the same Lord of the church that qualifies you to be part of the answer to that request that you make of God in prayer. Beseech, ask the Lord of the harvest to send laborers into the harvest field. You have to be one of those laborers. And it will simply not do in the mission of our shepherd family if we rely on, on just a few. People who are dressed in white robes, over-eager congregational members who lead Bible studies like Mary Ann Krieger, Chris Doyle. It's got to be 100% participation. It has to be total involvement by the church. Not so that we can just do ministry. 
so that we can honor the fact that when Jesus Christ died on the cross to forgive you of your sins, he also died on the cross in order to empower you with wisdom and discernment and insight and compassion, a heart for those who are harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd, for you to be qualified with all of that capacity, all of that competency, to speak the matchless name by which you and I are saved. My friends, Christianity is slowly but surely reopening in America. It's exciting to see it. It's exciting to be sitting here in our Shea Sanctuary, getting ready this weekend for sermon song and the great Lord's Supper. But what's really exciting is to be sitting here as the pastor of this shepherd family with Pastor Alan Rose now and know that we are not alone. That you too are doing the work of ministry. You too, like the Savior before us, our fearless leader, are taking notice of those who are harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd, asking the Lord of the harvest to raise up labors and then saying, oh, wait a second, that's... That's me. That's me. That's you. Praise God. It's you. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, both now and forever. Amen.